Yo, what up? It's your boy, Cool Shep. This podcast is brought to you by my boy, Joey T and Tyrese Maxi. But right now, you know, we just maxing on the courts, hailing from the streets of South Philly. Sometimes it gets a little hectic out there. But right now, we go up you on how we just chill. What is going on, everyone? Thank you all for listening to another episode of Trust the Podcast. I am your host, Joe Tooman, as always, and... This is an NBA podcast traditionally, it's a Sixers podcast first and foremost, but it is March and that means it is time for March Madness. So today on the pod, just for some fun, I'm going to be filling out this year's March Joe Tooman March Madness bracket and joining me on the pod to break these matchups down, break this tournament down is my roommate and one of the biggest Penn State basketball fans I know because Penn State is back in March Madness. Michael Femini making his Trust the Podcast debut. Michael, thank you for joining nope. me today. Thanks for having me, Joe. It's been a long time coming. It is true. I would say I'm probably in the top 1% of Penn State basketball fans by far. You're one of the only people who support Dalian Johnson. Many, many, many good things I could say about your Penn State basketball fandom, but Penn State's not the only team in this tournament. There's a lot of teams in this field of 68, field of 64, however you see it. Uh, neither of us are diehard college basketball fans, but that is not stopping us from talking about this tournament today. Now, just for some context for the listeners here, this is my seventh year as part of the Dominic Sulpizio Bracket Challenge. I have yet to win the pool. Jimmy Coster's mom won it, but I haven't. Last year, I picked Kentucky and Iowa to make the championship. They both lost on day one, but I'm hoping this seventh time is the charm for me here. This is the year I make some big money, and Mike is going to be a big reason why. He is he is here to counsel me on my uh, picks today. So, Mike, are you ready to get into this? Yep, let's do it. All right. So we're going to start in the South region here, and that, that begins with the number one seed, the Alabama Crimson Tide, who, of course, are marred with controversy over these past few weeks with the whole Brandon Miller situation. Uh, but at the same time, Brandon Miller, probably the best player in college basketball, at least in terms of... Uh, looking forward to the NBA draft. They're going to go up against the winner of Texas A&M Corpus Christi versus Southeast Missouri State. Now, Mike, I don't think we want to waste the listeners' time here. I'm, I'm feeling Alabama here. Do you support that pick? Yeah, well, we'll pick Bama right. and move on. Glad to hear it. Javon Quinterly, former Villanova Wildcat, had a huge game uh, for Alabama the other night in their conference tournament. Glad to see him getting back on track. Going out to the 8-verse-9 matchup, the Maryland Terrapins, a team Penn State knows very well, go up against West Virginia Mountaineers in this 8-9 matchup. 65% of people, according to Sleeper, are picking West Virginia. Mike, what's your thoughts here before I make my pick? Well, Maryland is a team that is terrible on the road. I think their record in regular season play, they've won all their home games except for one and they pretty much lost all their road games except for probably like two or three. Yeah. So not being at home could be a huge obstacle for Interesting. them. Interesting. Now, that's a great reason to pick against them. Another great reason, Dylan Whistler goes to West Virginia. So for the two reasons we just laid out there, I think the Mountaineers are the pick here. So then we got San Diego State, the five seed, going up against the Charleston Cougars. Charleston, 81 points per game. Uh, that's that's a very high number, 31-3 and three in the regular season. Uh, they, I feel like they're a popular 12 seed upset pick here. Uh, but Mike, do you think that that would be a, a good spot to use my 5-12 upset? Uh, cause I try to at least have one every year. 
Mm, I'm not sure about that. Charleston's strength of schedule is 228th, so oh. they have not been tested. And San Diego State, anyone. 7th yeah, strength of schedule. Yeah, of San Diego State's caliber. Huh. So Interesting. The odds are definitely against them on that one. Okay. I'm glad you pulled up the stats here. I mean, I know, and plus Kawhi Leonard went to San Diego State. Jalen McDaniels, the newest Sixer, went Ooh, to San Diego yeah. State. I think that's good enough of a reason to pick San Diego State here. Virginia versus the Furman Paladines in the 413 matchup. Um, Virginia, I mean, they're a tournament mainstay, but should I pick another high seed here? I mean, we've gone, we've been going with the favorites besides uh, in the 8-9, but more people were picking West Virginia. So, I don't know. That feels stupid to pick Furman, though, so I'm kind of yeah. leaning Virginia. Do you think that's valid? Yeah, that's probably fair. All right, I'm going to go Virginia here. Creighton versus NC State, 6 versus 11. Hmm. Should I go with the lower seed here just because I haven't been doing that yet in this in this bracket? You might have to. It is March. Yeah, yeah it is March. We have to we yeah. have to support the madness a little. Let's go NC State. Baylor versus UC Santa Barbara Gauchos. 95% of people are picking Scott Drew and the Baylor Bears who won the national title a few years back. Mike, do you think that there's any uh, reason to pick against Baylor here? No, I don't think so. They've been dominant for the past couple of years. Yeah, I agree. We'll go Baylor. All right, Missouri versus the Utah State Aggies. Another two Aggies in this tournament because we know Texas A&M is going up against Penn State. Well, Missouri's played a lot of good teams throughout the season. The SEC was actually really good at basketball this year compared to previous years, so they mm -hmm. have been tested. Missouri just went on a really nice run in their conference tournament as well. I'm kinda, I am kind of want to go Missouri, but at the same time, Utah State, 18th net rank, Missouri, 42nd. I don't even really know what that means, I, not going to lie. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's go, let's go Mizzou. Let's go with Missouri. Okay. And now Arizona versus Princeton in the 215, the, blue, uh, the Ivy League Princeton going against the Blue Blood Arizona. Uh, Arizona with their new coach, Tommy Lloyd, in his second year. Tommy Lloyd just made the culture rankings this past week. Big, big boon for him. I think I'm going to go with the Wildcats here. I think that's a safe pick. Yeah, as fun as it would be to pick Princeton. Yeah. One of my friends from high school went there. Shout really? out T. But Shout out T. But, uh, yeah, Arizona's the gotcha. coach here. So, Alabama versus West Virginia in the 1-9. I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to say, let, let's keep Bama in for now. I think, I think yeah. keep them alive for a little longer before we pick against them. A lot of people saying you can't pick Bama to win the whole thing, though, because that just, there's no way karma's going to be on their side for this. Whether, what, no matter what you think about that situation, it's just a bad omen for their March chances. What do you agree with that take, Mike? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, Virginia, Vir Virginia versus San Diego State, 4-5 matchup here. Hmm... San Diego State or Virginia. Mike, do you have any thoughts here? It kind of feels like a toss-up. I'm kind of leaning yeah. the Cavs, but I don't know. Yeah, they have been there before. Cause only, yeah, they have been national championships fairly recent. Yeah, it is fairly true. recently. Let's go Virginia. So let's go Virginia. Yeah, Virginia. Can be Baylor versus NC State. Now. Everyone wants to have their low seed darling who goes like super far. I don't think I want that to be NC State though. I kind of want to pick Baylor here. Let's go with Baylor. And then Arizona versus Missouri. Now, here's a spot where you could maybe argue an underdog pick might be uh, worthwhile. Missouri 
when not forcing turnovers, the defense is pretty terrible. I mean, <laughs> that's a pretty uh, wow. pretty bold criticism of them. One of the, One worst, of the worst rebounding re- teams in the country. Ooh. Sounds like the Sixers over here. <laughs> mm. Arizona, maybe take the pick. I don't like. Probably. I don't like bad rebounders. No, and Arizona did beat UCLA to win yeah. the conference championship. That's a great point. So that's a great point. They are. They hot. played well recently. That's true. Let's go with them. So sweet 16 for this re- uh, region. We got Alabama versus Virginia here. I'm still scared to put Alabama out too early. Uh, you know, they score 82 a game, Virginia 68. I mean, Alabama is one of the best teams for a reason. Mike, you were saying before, there's no reason Alabama needs to be good at basketball as well, but I still don't know if this is the But this might be a little early still. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think so. Let's go with Bama for now. Yeah. Baylor and Arizona in a 2-3. Oof. I mean, I've been picking a lot of higher seeds in this region of the bracket. I don't know. Like, I, I kind of, I've kind of cornered myself here with the, with the top seeds. I mean, I have the one through four in this bracket, so I'm definitely have to go some underdogs when we move along here. Baylor's traditionally a really good defensive team. I don't know if that's uh, interior defense has been a major problem though, according to uh, Sleeper here. I think Arizona could be due. They had a disappointing March Madness last year, mm-hmm. being a high seed and yeah. not advancing very far. So it could be time for and that. That happened some fresh when they, bases. yeah, and they had that happened when Aiton was there too. It feels like they mm-hmm. always are the one who who goes out too early. Maybe this is the year they they turn it around. So that brings us to Alabama versus uh, Arizona in the Elite Eight with a chance to go to the Final Four. This feels like time to go against Alabama. I don't know. Just, that's just me. Brandon Miller is really good, but how often do we see the top player or one of the top players in college that's supposed to get drafted highly actually go all the way and, and win March Madness? Like, when's the last time that even happened? Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. Right. So I'm kind of uh, like, <sighs> it's tough. I don't know. I I really like just Alabama as an entire team. But. Okay. I do. But the thing about me, me. For, the lis- for the listeners, like, I've been an Alabama guy for a few years now. I mentioned Quinn Early earlier, former Villanova guy. They had Herb Jones and, and John Petty. They were a really good defensive team a few years back. I was kind of really into them. But now that they're like this one seed, I, I, I don't want to support them anymore. Plus, they have all this nonsense going off the court. Mike, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to refuse your counsel here. I'm going to go with Arizona, send them to the Final Four. They're going to break. Uh, their their dry spell there. So that brings us to the East region here. Purdue versus the winner of Texas Southern and Fairleigh Dickinson. Now, we watched Purdue the other day. They only beat Penn yeah. State by two. You were mentioning it. What, what did they struggle most against? They struggled against that press. What if Fairleigh Dickinson just presses the whole game? <laughs> they probably should. That'd be their best chance. Yeah. I don't believe they have anyone who can check Zach Eady. Now, I'm too lazy to look up if Fairleigh Dickinson has any seven-footers on their team. I'm going to assume they don't. Probably not. So for no. now, we're going to let Zach Eady and Purdue survive. I think the Boilermakers are headed to the second round. Now, now we have Memphis. I was really surprised that Memphis was only an eight seed after their success in the conference tournament. Um... They're going to go up against Florida Atlantic. Um, I don't want to pick up against Penny Hardaway, but, Mike, do you think there's any any basis for a Florida Atlantic pick here? Um, I'd agree with you on Memphis. Florida Atlantic is one of those teams where they're in a smaller conference. They haven't really been tested against anyone good, so yeah. it's hard let's to go, go with, with them on that. Let's go with them Tigers. Yeah. All right. Duke 
versus Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts' legacy game here. Can they do what they did to Ohio State? I don't know. Like Duke just Ooh, won their conference tournament. Pick. It would be a fun pick. Duke Duke just won their conference tournament despite being one of the lower seeds. Well, not a low one, not one of the lower seeds, but they were the four seed. Uh, new coach in John Schreier this year. Not quite. You know, there's no Zion on this team. There's no Christian Leitner on this team. So, and hey, Oral Roberts still has what's his name? Max a- a- Abrams. Abrams. Yeah. Oh, it is Abrams. That's how you say it. Okay. I think so. He's still there. He's still hooping. Uh, yeah, even Sleeper says it. Max Abrams is still there and is still a scoring machine. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, do I just give a middle finger to Duke here and pick Oral Roberts just for the le- for the legacy? I mean, we saw this we saw this last year with Loyola Chicago. They made their return and they once again went on a run. Mm-hmm. Could we be seeing a repeat here with Oral Roberts? I, I yeah, that wouldn't be the most surprising thing. That I wouldn't blame you if you picked them. I think I think that's the pick here. I think that's the pick. All right. So we have Tennessee, a team that I have a lot of history with in these March Madness brackets, and it's not always pretty history. Uh, going against the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, or as I like to call them, the Raising Canes. Even though I've had my issues with Tennessee in the past, I did pick them to win March Madness in 2019. They did let me down. Um, I think this time, though, I'll, I'll stick by them for the round of 64. I think that's the right pick. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, cool. Kentucky and Providence. So to pick against Kentucky and Duke would kind of seem like suicide. But at the same time, this Providence team, you know, they're, it seems like they have some offense, 78 points per game. A hard-nosed team that dominates on the glass and at the free throw line. They've beaten UConn, Marquette, and Creighton. And also, they were talking about this on Selection Sunday, Bryce Hopkins, Providence's best player transferred from Kentucky he could be out for some revenge Mike what's your take on this game where would you be picking I do really it is some good storytelling with how yeah he could have his revenge game against Kentucky but I would agree with you that it is really hard to pick against the Blue Bloods especially yeah. too right and I think back, I think so. I'd rather pick against Duke than UK as well so let's go with Kentucky Calipari I trust him he's been there many times before so we're going with them. Kansas State versus Montana State. Bobcats, Wildcats. Battle of the Kittens. So, who are we going to go with here? I mean, Montana State, they are a 14 seed, but I don't know. You never know. They're only one point per game less than Kansas State. But feels silly to pick against Kansas State here. I don't know. I feel yeah, like that would been, be a bad idea. Yeah, they've been battling tough teams in the Big 12 the whole season. For sure. We'll go with Kansas State. Uh, Michigan State, who has no business being the seventh seed, going up against USC. Sure, the Mobleys are no longer there, but I, 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 have, tr- I have trouble understanding why Michigan State is a seventh seed in this tournament. Yeah, they haven't showed anything real impressive so far this season, and they did not. They got smoked by Ohio State in the Big Ten tournament. Yes, they did. Ohio State, who's playing back-to-back games and had no energy. What happened? Do you remember the what happened when Penn State played Michigan State this year? Because I'm it's escaping me right now. Um, we played them at the beginning at the beginning of the season, and they did beat us yeah. as much as it pains me. But yeah, I think that was months ago at this point. So right. it's not the most relevant. Right, game. Michigan State. You know they've had a lot of great players come in through the years, but it doesn't feel like they're the same level this year. I'm feeling USC here in a in a ten seven upset. Let's go with it. Agreed. 
All right, and then Marquette against Vermont in the 215 matchup. I'm really high on this uh, Marquette team. They've been playing really well over the past uh, couple months. Shaka Smart, one of the most consistent coaches in terms of just winning games, uh, at least in the regular season. I'm I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna say he carries that into March Madness this year. We're gonna go Marquette here. I think that's a fair pick, right? Agreed. Cool. So going on to the next round of this bracket, Purdue and Memphis. Now, I don't know. It, it's a tough matchup here. Um, I'm trying to see what they're saying about. Memphis. Memphis is Kendrick Davis uh, out of the backcourt. Seems to be their best player. Doesn't feel like they rely much on their front court. <sighs> I don't know. We might have to put Purdue through again here. Or do you think there's an argument for Memphis? Um, I would say Memphis always has a chance. I mean, Purdue, it, a lot of it comes down to just can they make open shots? Because um, Zach Eady will obviously draw all the attention. Yeah. But if you put Purdue under pressure, they could fold. I... I wouldn't blame you if you picked them here still, but they do have a lot of weaknesses that are a little hard to ignore. Yeah, and we were laughing about their team the other day when we were watching the Penn State game against them because it just felt like they had no real second guy. I think I'll pick Purdue one more time here because I don't want to like get screwed over by a one seed losing, like or not, not losing early, but Sweet 16, mm-hmm. I could be looking at eliminating them. Uh, Oral Roberts in Tennessee. Once again, I want to vindictively pick Oral Roberts against Tennessee. I, I've had I've had enough of them screwing me over in these in these pools. I mean, not only in 2019 but other years, I feel like I've had them going somewhat far and they bow out early. Oral Roberts, it's I mean I don't know anything about them besides that they beat Ohio State two years ago, but that's enough to make me still believe in them here. Yeah, they have a shot. The experience combined with Tennessee hasn't been that great recently, and they did lose. Ziegler to a torn ACL who was starting point guard interesting he was a good player for them so. yeah so he won't be there to guard the point guard on Oral Roberts so, so Max could have another yeah. huge game let's go with Max here we're gonna keep him going but that oh I can't make Oral Roberts beat Purdue <laughs> though oh <laughs> well hmm do I change to Memphis here maybe I change to Memphis because I don't know if I can justify Oral Roberts beating okay I think we're going to go Memphis over Purdue. I like this. Okay. I like how this is shaking out. Kentucky and Kansas State. I want to give Oscar Shibway and company a chance to make it back up to me. I picked them to win the whole thing last year, and they went out on day one. I'm going to pick them here. I think I want, I want, them, to, I want them to apologize to me. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what I'm going to go with. So we're going to go Kentucky. Marquette and USC. I really see Marquette going on a really big run. In this March Madness, and Mike, I think, I think I want to pick him again here. Yeah, that's fair to say. For sure. Yeah. So let's go Marquette. Elite eight in this round, or excuse me, the Sweet Sixteen. Memphis and Oral Roberts. I think Memphis. I'm gonna have them winning again here. Oral Roberts, as I mentioned, I don't, I don't really see them as an Elite Eight team, but I do see them making, getting some funny wins along the way. Marquette and Kentucky. Like I said, I mean, I, I kind of want Marquette. I'm kind of betting a lot on Marquette here. I feel like they have a really good run in them. Um, I'm not really sure how they match up against Oscar Shibway, though, so he might just go for, like, a million rebounds. But at the same time, I don't know, Kentucky just isn't, you know, they're, they're not, like, a 1-2 seed like we're accustomed to seeing them. So I feel like, I don't know, I think it's valid to, to pick Marquette here. Mm-hmm. So let's go with that. Marquette and Memphis, as I've been saying, I think I want to go Marquette here. But do you have an argument against that or no? No, the big no. Marquette's proven themselves to be real contenders this year. Agreed. So. 
I agree with that take. So going on to our side of the bracket here, Penn State in the Midwest, but starting with Houston and Northern Kentucky. Houston has been really good all year, but Marcus Sasser, their best player, the point guard, went out with, it seemed like some sort of hamstring injury, like he pulled something, but the hope would be that I think that he returns for the tournament. I mean, I haven't heard that he's like out for the season, so no. I feel like Houston, with or without him, obviously could advance to the round of 32, though, so I feel like definitely pick them here, but... I don't know. Like I'm hoping that he comes back because I before before that happened, I was Houston was another team that I thought uh, I might consider to win the whole thing. Yeah. Iowa and Auburn. Did you get to watch the Penn Penn State play Iowa this year? I I don't really recall. I know they have Chris Murray, but I don't really recall what happened in that game. Didn't we beat them? Um, I think we did. That was another game. I'm pretty sure it was early in the season. Um, but yeah, they have Chris Murray. They got however many McCaffreys are there. It seems <laughs> yeah. like there's just an endless supply yeah. of them. I do like Auburn. They've played the SEC is probably the best Eighth conference. Of schedule. Okay. They're the best conference in basketball this year. Hmm. And their defense, it looks like 67 points per game is really low. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. that's, a good, that's a good point. I think Auburn right here, uh, you know, Chris Murray is supposed to be a high draft pick, but I try to remember, you know, even though I love the NBA, in the past – NBA prospects picking them over these established college teams has been an issue for me. So even though I like Keegan a lot, I'm sure his brother is almost as good, if not as good as him. But at the same time, I think Auburn right here is a good pick. So then we got the five seed, Miami, going up against Drake, the Drake Bulldogs. (laughs) But Miami, um, you know, Jim Laranega, I've heard uh, someone I very much trust with college basketball knowledge, Tate Frazier of The Ringer, call him one of the best coaches in college basketball. Isaiah Wong has been playing very well for them this season. So I feel like I trust Miami to get the job done here. It feels like they're also due for a little run because I feel like they've been an early exit in a lot of tournaments recently. So then going on to a team that we're both very excited to pick against, the Indiana Hoosiers going up against Kent State. Now, Indiana has two projected NBA draft picks, Grace Jackson Davis and um, Jalen Hood Shafino, I believe is how you mm-hmm. say it. But we're just really mad. Mike, talk talk about why they shouldn't be the four seed. Yeah, just uh, the like the the Big Ten seeding is all over the place because pretty much every team in the Big Ten had the same record for, except for Purdue and then except for the few bottom feeders. and They just don't seem like a legitimate four seed. And I just don't have a lot of faith in them. So even though you don't have a lot of faith in them, would you still argue for picking them against Kent State here? Or do we just well, wanna do we just wanna shove it in their face and just pick against them here? That's kind of what I want to do. I, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I'd be fine. Did we? They p- probably will win, but yeah, did I Penn really State, don't want to pick them. Penn State beat them twice this year, right? Yeah, Including we beat in the them tournament. in the regular season. Yeah, and in and the recently, tournament. yeah. All right, Kent State it is. So Iowa State Cyclones, who I've always been an Iowa State guy. George Yang went there. Monte Morris went there. They, they produce good talent. Uh, they'll go against the winner of the play-in game between Mississippi State and Pitt. Uh, Alex Osman, my friend from the Collegian, I know he very much wants Pitt to win this game. I know he very much wants Pitt to uh, advance past the first round. But Iowa State, they have a tradition. They've, they've had a lot of success in March Madness over the years. Mike, do you think that there's a danger in picking an 11 seed when we don't even know who that team is yet? Because a few years back with UCLA, if you had that 11 seed going far, that would have been huge for you. So do you think there's danger in picking a team 
that we don't know who it is for sure against Iowa State here? Or do you think that's a good risk? Um, I think it could be a risk you have to take. There's a lot of merit in uh, history shown that playing teams have done historically pretty well for the tough scenario that they're in. As hard as it is to pick a team that you don't even know what the team is, um, I'd say it could be worthwhile to do. Yeah. It seems like there's always one right. year that gets it done. Right. And also, the the prospects of a potential Pitt-Penn State matchup in March Madness, that might be worth picking the Pitt-Mississippi State uh, group here. So we're going to go with that. Xavier up against Kennesaw State. I didn't know Sean Miller was Xavier's coach, but apparently that's where he went after he was fired by Arizona following his recruitment violations, all that nonsense. Um, so Xavier, I feel like they've had a lot of good runs in the past. I don't really want to pick against them in this 314. Uh, so I'm going to go Xavier here. You think that's a good pick there? Yeah, I'd agree with that. It is Kennesaw State's first March Madness appearance, so You're shout right. out them for that one. Yeah, but congrats to them. Yeah. So now we're, we're to the moment we've been waiting for. Texas A&M, who was ranked in the top 25, but yet gets slotted in as the seven seed. They were in the uh, championship game against Alabama just two days ago. I don't know why they're a seven seed. Uh, they're facing Penn State. Somehow we had the same seed in March Madness as we did the conference tournament. So that's pretty impressive no, that we made no. it all the way. <laughs> but Penn State, the 10 seed. Obviously, we're picking Penn State, but what are your thoughts on this matchup? What's your confidence level? How are you, how are you feeling about this? Uh, how are you feeling about this Penn State team? Um, I feel good about us. I mean, we've shown that we're never out of a game. We had the great comeback against Maryland the last game of the regular season and in the tournament almost coming back against Purdue. I'm just feeling, I feel bad for both these teams that they have to, they have to play each other in the first round because they should be a higher seed for sure, and yeah. arguably we should be a higher seed as well. So it's probably, in my opinion, it's probably going to be the best. It could be the best um, first-round matchup yeah. in the whole tournament. Yeah, I think a lot of people have been saying that. And you, you mentioned to me before, uh, we have a nice prime time slot at 9.45. Well, obviously we're going Penn State here, but we're going to talk, I guess we'll talk about how far this Penn State team can go. But definitely going to have to pick them. Even though Texas A&M, everyone's saying it's a tough matchup. They should beat us. Uh, Got to go Penn State. You just have to pick them here. Uh, so then to wrap up, uh, Texas, who, you know, they've had two coaches this year. Chris Beard got fired in the middle of the year, but it didn't matter. Uh, the interim coach came in and had Rodney Terry and did a terrific job coaching them. But Colgate, apparently the best outside shooting team in the nation. That's what everyone's been talking about. Yep, 40%. 40%? in the country. Okay. How about that? I mean, I wonder how far Penn State is behind that. Not too far behind. 13th. 13th. Okay. Not bad. So do you think there's a world where the, the Patriot League representative, the Colgate Raiders, uh, just barrages Texas with three-pointers? Or do we trust the Longhorns to get it done here? Um, it would be possible. I mean, you can't argue with being number one at something, especially three-point shooting. Yeah. <laughs> but the biggest weapon in basketball, but I really can't justify picking and then, them. Good stat here that we see. Nine and six. Texas is nine and six against the top 25. Colgate 0 oh and 1. So uh, Colgate is the 286th ranked strength of schedule. Ninth for Texas. So Mike, yeah, I think you're right there. I think we have to go with Texas. Yeah. So moving on to the round of 32 for this uh, region. Houston versus Auburn. Uh, I definitely want to go Houston here, but do you have any argument against that, or do you think we just want to trust that Saucer will be back, the rest of the team will hold up, and that they'll stay true to their one-seed status? Uh, yeah, I'd agree with you. Even without him, Houston should be able to hold up just fine. Yeah, I agree. So then Miami against Kent State. Um 
let's see. I, I want to go Miami here. I feel like uh, they they definitely should be able to beat the golden flashes <laughs> in the round of 32. Yeah. Um, Xavier and Pitt. Well, we're going to call him Pitt. I'm going to call them Pitt. Okay. Uh, Xavier and Pitt. Do we just want to meme Pitt versus Penn State and just have the three and two seeds go down? I mean, okay, we let's let's do these two t- these two games together. So Penn State versus Texas. Are we picking Penn State here? Yeah, I think we, we have, have to, to go with the homer pick. We have to at least get them in the Sweet yeah. Sixteen. We can't ha- say they're losing to a two seed in round uh, in the second round. So Penn State's going through absolutely. Um, but Xavier versus. Do we want to say like Mike? How much do you care about the the Pitt Penn State thing? I mean, it's it's more of a thing of past decades than current. Uh, but Sean Miller, I mean, I don't really have a positive or negative opinion of him. I don't really care about what he did at Arizona. Who, who, who Do you think I should pick this 11-seed upset, or do you think play it safe and go with the 3-seed here? Um, I would probably play it safe. I think Xavier's resume is just too good. I don't, yeah, I don't see Pitt. They just, Pitt barely got in the tournament. They were on the bubble for the last few weeks or so. Okay. I don't. Personally, I don't care too much about Pitt playing Penn State. Okay. Sorry, Alex Osman, if you're yeah, listening. Sorry, Alex. Um, so we're going to go Xavier here. I respect your counseling there, Mike. Uh, so Miami and Houston. Hmm, let's see. How many one seeds have I advanced? So we are we knocked Alabama out in the round of uh, in the Elite Eight, and then we also had Purdue going out in the round of 32. So do we want to send Houston? Now, I will say, I believe last year's um, championship was two one seeds uh, between um, Duke and Kansas, or not Duke, um, North Carolina was in the championship, but Duke made the final four as a one seed. So two one seeds made the final four last year. But do you think, I don't know, like, mm. should I pick Houston here? But the health of Saucer, maybe take a risk on Miami. They have good guards. Uh, this is tough. This is a tough one. Yeah, this is definitely a toss-up. Miami does have upset potential, but, um... How about Houston's defense? Houston is just, holy fifty six yeah. points per game for opponents. That's pretty incredible, and I I feel like they're pretty motivated. The Final Four being in Houston as well. Yeah, good I feel point. Like they could have plot armor oh, in a way. Plot armor. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. Let's go Houston. I like it. So Penn State and Xavier, Sweet Sixteen. Now, now we really have to look ourselves in the mirror yeah. and say, like, how much do I really want to risk my money by picking Penn State to just keep winning in this tournament? I feel like the right move here is go with the Nittany Lions one more time. Jalen Pickett, <laughs> Seth Lundy, they're going to continue the, the Cinderella story. And I think I think we're going to say goodbye to Sean Miller. But then Houston, Penn State, this is where... Oh, I, this don't, is where I don't think we can do that. <laughs> we can't pick Penn State to beat the team that allows 56 points per game against its opponents that went 31-3 and in the regular season. Uh, Kelvin Sampson, one of the best coaches in the nation. Not that Shrews isn't, but Shrewsbury may be made for March, but hey, the Final Four is in April. So we're going to pick Houston <laughs> nice. here, uh, and they're going to the Final Four. So congrats to the Cougars. And then finally, uh, in the West region, before we get to our Final Four here, Kansas versus Howard. Uh, last year, it felt like Kansas, you know, great all-around team led by one central National Player of the Year contender in Okai Baji. Feels like a similar vibe this year with Jalen Wilson. Uh, feels like, obviously, Kansas, we're not going to pick against them in a 1-16 here. But shout-out to Howard for getting in the tournament, uh, and uh, HBCU getting in the tournament here. Another Big Ten um, bum team, the Illinois Fighting Illini 9-seed, going against Arkansas in this 8-9 matchup. 
Penn State owned Illinois this year. And obviously, Penn State isn't the only team in college basketball, so Illinois' results against other teams probably should be taken more into account. But I'm just going off what I know, and I wasn't too scared of them. Uh, what are you, What's your take on the fighting line I hear, though? No, yeah, not, again, being biased, viewing it from a Penn State lens, but we were, we were 3-0 against them. They haven't been particularly good in March in the past. I think they were one seed a few yeah, years ago, and they I, lost pretty early. I was very upset with that. I really liked Ayo Dasunmu and Kofi Coburn's little tandem they had going there, and they went out early. So, yeah, uh, as payback for that, and because Penn State swept them, we're going to go with Arkansas. Uh, St. Mary's against VCU. Um, interesting matchup here in the 5 versus 12 <laughs> Weaknesses for St. Mary's, the defense is great, but the offense does put up occasional duds. Well, you can't have that in a March Madness situation. Uh, kind of a f- kind of a terrible free-throw shooting bunch. <laughs> and Randy Bennett, I guess that's their coach, is 5-8 and eight in his NCAAT career with one Sweet 16 back in 2010. VCU's weaknesses, they're barely top 150 in offense. That's enough for me to pick against them, but I'll keep reading. Plenty of height, but they don't rebound well. And 3-8 and eight with no Sweet 16s uh, since a miracle run to the Final Four. I guess that was about over a decade ago. Yeah, um, yeah I'm not really liking what I'm hearing about VCU, so I'm going to pick St. Mary's here. I, maybe we should have read the weaknesses for all this, all the teams, but anyways. Uh, UConn against Rick Pitino and the Iona Gales, the legendary college coach who certainly has his baggage, but at the same time, a guy I trust to win games in March. But UConn, very good this year. Feels like it would be kind of rude to pick against them here. But at the same time, I feel like we haven't picked a lot of these top four seeds to go out in round one yet. And that always happens, right? Yeah. yeah. So, Could I don't know, time. man. I don't know. I might have to go with, with old Rick here. Uh, Bill Simmons wouldn't be happy because he hates him. Uh, former Celtics coach Rich, Rick Pitino did not have much as much success in the NBA. But I'm going to have to do my guy Bill Dirty here and pick Iona to go to the round of 32. So now we got the TCU Horn Frogs going up against the winner of ASU and Nevada. Uh, once again, this is another example of we don't know exactly who is going to come out of that uh, play-in matchup to face TCU. Um, but since we picked the other 11 seed, do you think here's the moment where we don't pick the 11 seed? Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. These, both Arizona State and Nevada, of course, barely getting in. Should have probably been Rutgers in one of those slots. Yeah, you mentioned that to me before. But I think the Horn Frogs could be trying to go to another national championship <laughs> and another sport. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, after, uh, Max Duggan, uh, his big performance in college football. Uh, so Gonzaga... Versus Grand Canyon, Gonzaga, the perennial chokers of March Madness, although they did make the championship a few years back. I think we have to pick them in this round one matchup. Drew Timmy, somehow still at Gonzaga, yeah. the the 40-year-old power forward, still getting it done for them. Uh, Northwestern, another team that Penn State uh, just probably should have been seated higher than. They handled business against them over the past uh, two weeks when they downed them twice. They're going up against the Broncos, Boise State. Uh, Boise State scores more points per game, a little more efficient shooting-wise. Boise State, though, 0-8 all-time in the tournament. Is this the year they they get the win? Yeah, they got a pretty good matchup, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's time to make some history. I agree. Let's go with the Boise State Broncos. So UCLA, uh, the two-seed, it's really funny because we were just talking about those 11 seeds. 
Like they they get into the tournament after the round of six, uh, the first four. They get into the tournament and then they go on that magical run. And since then they've gone from you know an 11 seed to a, a powerhouse over the past two years. So it's like that run kind of propelled them into this. Uh, they'll go up against UNC Asheville in the 215. Uh, I'm going to go with UCLA, obviously, here in this first round. But it's really cool to see how they've uh, turned the program around uh, after a few dormant years. So then Kansas and Arkansas. Uh, Mike, do you see any reason to pick against Kansas uh, this early in the tournament? I also like that Bill Self, still their coach, I mean, after all these years, another guy who's uh, proven to have plenty of success in March. I feel like they're the right pick here. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I'd agree with this does not seem the right time to pick against them. Agreed. Uh, so Iona versus St. Mary's. Uh, I'm going to pick against Rick Pitino here. I kind of just only wanted to pick against um, UConn in the first round just for the hell of it. But I'll go St. Mary's here. Uh, they can match up against Kansas. Um, TCU and Gonzaga. Once again, like I feel like one of these times I need to pick a lower seed. Should this be the time? Because I don't really want to pick against UCLA, against Boise State. No. Out of these four matchups, like what, which lower seed do you think I should most pick? I think TCU would be the pick. Do you agree? Yeah, if you're picking between them or UCLA, I would go with TCU. Okay, let's do it. The Horn Frogs, I like it. Yeah. And then let's go UCLA against Boise State. I like that. So then... Kansas and St. Mary's, and then UCLA and TCU. So how many... In the other brackets, we had the 1 and the 10, the 1 and the 2, and the 2 and the 8. So do we want to do another 1 and 2 here? I don't want to pick St. Mary's against Kansas. I, I just feels wrong. I don't feel like St. Mary's is a Final Four team at, under any circumstance. No. Um, but TCU against UCLA, 90% of people are picking UCLA to beat TCU. Jaime Jaquez is going to be a, a draft pick for the Bruins. Um, yeah, I just I, I don't really want to pick TCU here either. I kind of I kind of am okay with a one-two matchup here. Do you think that's valid? Yeah, I think that's fair enough. These two teams have proven that they're legit national championship contenders. Agreed, agreed. So now here's a hard pick: Kansas or UCLA in to go to the Final Four. Um, Kansas won last year, and that kind of makes me want to get pick against them here. Do you think that's flawed logic, or do you think that's that's maybe the right choice? No, you're li- there's no logic in March. I think whatever you want to do is fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, UCLA. This could be the year where they finally break through. Let's put let's put so UCLA over Kansas. Right, agreed. So. Especially back to back. I mean, yeah. I can't even remember the last time someone did that. So now we have one, two, two, two. So I mean, I only have one one seed in my final four. But I do have all four seeds being pretty high, so I think that's I think that's good for my odds of getting the champion right. So in the in the one side of the bracket, I have Arizona and Marquette. I kind of I don't know why, but I just really like this Marquette team. I haven't watched them play once. It's just like I've heard people that know college basketball say a lot of good things about them, and that makes me want to say good things about them. So Mike, I kind of want to go with the Golden Eagles here. Yeah, I'd agree with you on that one. They just sound like a team that would make it this far. Arizona, like Arizona basketball, they don't right. sound <laughs> like a team that would make the national championship. Agreed, I agree. And then Houston and UCLA. Oh, man. I, I kind of, like, Houston, I kind of want to go with Houston here. I'm hoping Saucer is going to be fine. I think by now 
If we have him going this far, he'll definitely be okay. But the question is, will he be okay for these early rounds? We're making the bet that he will be. I kind of want to go with Houston here. I didn't pick them in my low money bracket, uh, but I kind of want to hitch my wagon to him here. I just feel like at a certain point, they were considered the best team for much of the season. Uh, and, you know, sometimes that pays off. Mm-hmm. So in the championship, Houston and Marquette. I'm tempted to just go all in on Houston, but this like this saucer injury is like weird, but I have them in the championship here. I'm just I'm just hoping that it's not a big deal. And you know, maybe I should be going the opposite way and assuming it is a big deal, but I don't know. The, the, Mar- the, picking these brackets is so difficult. <laughs> there's no rhyme or reason to it. We're pretending there is, but there's really not. Um I don't know, Mike. Who, wh- what do you think I should do here? Um I mean, it is hard to ignore how good Houston's defense is. Yeah. But at the same time, they are the favorites, or they've been the favorites pretty much the whole season. It is really hard to be the favorite and always win. I don't know. I A Big East team hasn't won in a bit. I feel like it could be time. Okay. So, Marquette. I mean, Shaka Smart, like I said, a, an established coach. Kelvin Sampson or Slutch either, though. Hmm. I did put, I will say though, I put Shaka Smart on the culture rankings this week. And for that reason, I think I'm going to agree with you. Marquette is my <laughs> pick. The the Dominic Sulpizio uh, bracket pool, you've been put on notice. I'm here to win all your money this year. I'm going to win the bracket. Marquette, what's our like, combined points in the championship tiebreaker? Um, Feeling like... Probably a lower scoring game. 137? Um... Yeah, sounds good. All right, let's do it. 137. Marquette is your champion. Shout out to Jimmy Butler. Shout out to Dwayne Wade. Shout out to Jay Crowder. This is for you. Marquette is the champion, and that is March Madness. You don't need to watch this year. We just laid out all the results for you. Penn State's going to have a Cinderella run. Marquette's going to win the championship. Mike, thank you so much for joining me on this journey to fill out my bracket. Do you have any closing thoughts before we wrap up here? Uh, go state. I think this should be March Madness. It's always it's just one of the best sports periods of the year, and it's looking like it's gonna be another banger. I completely agree. Jalen Jalen Pickett gonna you know put up the whoop. <laughs> yeah, we'll throw up the sign the whole Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Trust the Podcast. Obviously, a much different vibe than normal, but I wanted to fill out my bracket. Hopefully, this was somewhat entertaining. Hopefully our picks are completely accurate and I just have the greatest bracket of all time. But thanks to Mike for joining and thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you aren't already. We'll be back with the NBA content next time out. But other than that, enjoy March Madness. Go State.